Hey, welcome to the Center on the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. Today, gosh, we are talking about how to love your husband well when you want to ring his neck. <laughs> <laughs> because we love a good title. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest, if you're married, there's never been a marriage in history where a wife didn't want to wring their husband's neck at some point. And probably even when vice you have, versa. Yeah. And even if you have like a great marriage, yeah, we're still two sinful, flawed people that have come together with two buckets of baggage yeah and they're throwing them mixing them all in together you right? just have a bucket of baggage girl come to my house <laughs> truckload <laughs> bucket of baggage sound the alliteration just seems like so it. you know easy um so we're going to talk about four things that are vital mm-hmm. to helping a marriage stay on the right you know on the right track to um, just keeping your marriage healthy and that sort of thing one is expectations two communication Three, forgiveness. And Mm. then the fourth one is sex, which we will not talk about that one today. We are going to save all next week. The entire episode will be on sex and marriage next week. Let's talk about sex, baby. That's right. Because it is such a hot topic. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, And it it, it can be really challenging. And it is a sensitive topic in a lot of marriages. Mm -hmm. And um, the world has not done us um, any favors any favors and creating realistic expectations in that so that will be a whole another episode so let's focus on the first three expectations forgiveness and communication this week okay all right so expectations in a marriage okay well oftentimes we come in um, with expectations from what we have learned from our parents marriages um, but you see my parents, <laughs> between the two of them, there were, they were made 11 times to different people. So I had lots to choose from. <laughs> you had many options. None of them good. <laughs> That's all that, that can be confusing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it is important. Sometimes we get really good things from our parents, marriages, the relationship that they right. had. And sometimes there's some really unhealthy things. So recognizing those and making sure we don't carry the negative things from their marriage or what we think is the way a marriage is supposed to be because that's how we grew up, it's important to evaluate those. I think another expectation is we've grown up, as uh, if you're a woman, watching Disney movies. Mm. Everything is a fairy tale. Yeah. There's always this amazing love and attraction and um, the thrill of the hunt. And you're always admired and thought to be beautiful and courted and everything's happily ever after. Right. Um, that's there's they're called fairy tales for a reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think. You know, my husband and I, this is a second marriage for each of us. So we have a different um, spin on everything. And we ironically came in with no expectations. How about that? Okay. Um, Clean slate. Not many people can do that. Well, when I say clean slate, we thought it was a clean slate. It was like, well, it can't be as bad as the last one, you know? No. (laughs) But um, his family, they were married like all like his parents married until his father passed. So he, all of his family has very strong marriages. Oh, wow. Um, 
so I'm sure he brought some of that into our marriage and I just wasn't even paying attention, (laughs) but God will work on you. And I think that any marriage that you put God in the middle, God can make it work if you're willing to do the work. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, (laughs) marriage is hard enough with God in the middle. I can't imagine how people do it without him. It it doesn't work really well. I can tell you that. There you go. Been there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard and it, it's a job. I mean, I don't want to, you know, make it sound like marriage is terrible. I, I love my husband. We've been, well, I guess, 20 years in March. Yay! And so, which is huge. And I still think he's hot and cute. And sometimes he drives me crazy too, you know, yeah. but I love him and I don't want to do life without him, um, thankfully. But I also pray a lot about that. And I'm like, Lord, please keep this fire Mm -hmm. um, for my husband alive. You know, it's very important to pray about it. And I think it's really important to have clear expectations about all things and say it out loud with your husband. Like, I I feel as if we keep quiet about a lot of things as women. It can be embarrassing. Um, Now, you know, when we were first married, I would just get like pouty and he'd be like, what's wrong? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that isn't getting us anywhere, right? Um, now, if I want to go on a date, I'm like, I need a date night. Yeah, girl, tell them Like, you it. just can't wait around. Like, communicate with them. Don't, they cannot read minds. Right. What we think they should be able to. And we <laughs> want them to be able to because that's how it happens in the movies. Yeah. You know, um, they're not mind readers. Yeah. And they, they really can only pull out one file at a time. <laughs> and I do think that... Um, our husbands, most of our husbands, they just want us to be happy. They just want to love us and make us feel whole. Um, but I do think sometimes we can look to them to make us feel beautiful and whole. And that isn't their role either. We can't put them in the place of God. That's right. In our own life, right? That's right. If you're looking to your husband to make you completely happy and to fulfill you and give you purpose, that is not going to work. It's not his job. They're going to... They're going to let you down. Like, yeah. I'll just 100% positive, no man, that is not fair. That is setting them up for complete failure and your disappointment. Only God, you have to look for God um, to that for that. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. God did not give us marriage to make you happy. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did not. He, he gave us marriage to make us holy, not happy. Think about in a marriage, can you imagine another relationship that requires more humility, sacrifice, patience, forgiveness, endurance, love, all these things make us more like Christ. Mm -hmm. They're not easy and they're not always fun. They not marriage is not to make us happy. That's not why God created it, Mm -hmm. but to make us more holy. Yeah, you know, I sometimes can feel like when my perspective is going askew, when I start to hear myself say things like, well, I deserve, well, I want. And so when my little mental reel becomes about me the whole time, I know that there's something out of balance. And so I need to take a deep look at that because it will roll over into every situation and it will make me have these you know, feelings toward my husband. He doesn't even know what I'm thinking. And I'm like, well, I deserve to have this not really. You don't deserve that at all. And and when does it become about me? It should be we. Right. And that, that really rolls nicely into communication. You know, when we're communicating with them and upset, we should say so. 
Yeah, sometimes not in the moment when you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not heated. We don't want to sin in our anger. Uh, and some I do have to process things sometimes for a few days so that I make sure that I'm really responding to... I'm, you know, sometimes it can just be the last straw. And yeah. you're really not upset about the fact that they left the refrigerator open. Right. Or the cabinet door open again. Oh, I or the garage door. <gasps> what? I'm the one that does that in my house. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, babe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, no wonder that kids do this thing. You do it too. Jiggle. They get it from you. Um, it's not about the door or the nail, as that cute video is. If y'all haven't seen that, we'll need I to post a link. It. It's not about the nail. It's about something deeper. And so sometimes taking that time to reflect and pray on that to figure out what is it that I'm really upset about. Yeah. So I um just being um in the situation I was growing up you can imagine I didn't have the best communication skills. And so I had a very sharp tongue and I would just come with all this fire towards him. And then he would immediately be defensive. I mean, who wouldn't? Right. Right. And so at the Christian bookstore, I found this great journal and it was a, his, a Mr. And a Mrs. Journal. I think it was for, you know, a wedding was for a wedding gift uh, that it was intended for, but I would write in the journal all of my feelings and put it on his side of the bed. And then he would respond in his own time on the other side and put it on my side of the bed. So that way we could communicate. And it helped us build our communication skills because I would say things that were just terrible to upset him. And then he would close down and it was just, we were not getting anywhere. I think that is a brilliant idea. If you can't say it, out loud, write it out and write back and forth to one another. I know that um, Matt learned a specific trait from his father. He could be a little um, harsh and sarcastic. And so when we first got married, I called it the tone and the tone would come out sometimes. And I remember saying to him, "Um, you will not speak to me that way. Yeah. (laughs) And so it was something that he had not realized And I really hadn't either until we got married. It wasn't all the time. But every now and then it was like this little snarky comment would come out. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. And so we made an agreement because he cared and he he didn't want to respond to me in that way. So he gave me permission. We agreed that any time it would come out, I would say I would just look at him. I wouldn't berate him. I wouldn't belittle him. I would just say the tone. Mm -hmm. And that. It was hard for him and he didn't like it, but he wanted to change that pattern and it, and it did change the pattern. And now it only comes out like every, you know, however many years. And I'm like, Ooh, the tone. Ooh, welcome back, Carter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but that communication, that willingness to make a change, but also to talk about it. And one of the things, you know, we, there's always going to be something, even after 20 years, there's still things that you need that come up. Um, in your life, things change. There are new things going on in your life where issues come up. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Matt and I have figured out how to do is it is so easily to take things personally uh-huh. when you're talking about something. And so instead of saying, you know, when you do this, when you do that, right. blah, 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 we talk about the I statements. But what we do is we take that trait or that situation, and we basically sit it on the table so that when we're talking about it, 
we're like, this isn't, this is something that you do, but it's not as if it, you have to keep it forever. It's not your arm. Right. It's, it's maybe a mole that can be removed. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's not all you. So it doesn't become personal anymore. We're taking the, the action or the situation and we're talking about it individual, separate from one another. So you're going to have to give me an instance. You've actually discussed this before. And so I kind of get it, but I think someone that's hearing this for the first time thinks you're a little crazy. Okay. So, <laughs> so just give me an instance. Okay. So let's just go back to what he said. So we didn't have this before, but we'll just go back to the tone. Um, and so if I was like, you always do this, you know, you got this from your dad. I don't like this. You always make me, you know, it makes the sarcasm makes me feel bad, blah, 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 blah. Well, at first he would get really defensive about it, uh-huh. you know, but now because I'm, I'm blaming him, like you're I'm putting it on him. Yeah. This is your tone. This you is give- your tone, yeah. your problem, your whatever. So if we just take the tone and we sit it on the table basically Mm -hmm. it's like so this tone yeah I'm not the tone that emerges the tone that emerges (laughs) okay makes you know makes me feel as if this and this and this and then it's easier for the other person to say you're right you're detaching it from the person right because it can be changed you know we can own but here's the trick to that we can only change ourselves oh so we can't force our spouse to change we can stay in our circle like we say um and we can pray that they will have that desire to change but we can change how we respond Mm. and so me not being accusatory and saying you 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 right when I'm certainly not perfect well and you know that's between them and God anyways and yeah I'm sure there are things that they want to change about us oh yeah I'm, I'm super stubborn. <laughs> oh, so, you know, if Matt too. were talking to me, it would be like, um, so this stubbornness, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's here. And by so. the way, stubborn is a longer word than tone, babe, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, because I need the last word. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so that is one of that is one thing that's really helped us in our communication and not hurting each other's feelings so much and being able to have conversations about difficult things um, without attacking one another or making each other feel defensive about an inadequacy that we may have. And you know, what's interesting is, um, I think oftentimes different things that are happening in life, they bring it home, especially from work or whatnot, and we can take it so personally. And so realizing that I have the ability to at least make his time at home good um, and serve him in humility, not because I'm lesser, not because I'm the subservient woman, but because I love him and I want to honor him. That makes the biggest difference. It's in so true. The humility. How can I outserve him? Not how can I outshine him? How can I outdo him? Um, but how can I outserve him? What can I do today to make him feel special? Because oftentimes when we, there are kids in the picture, we spend all of our days making sure our kids are being built up. Like my husband's already an adult, figured out Betty. But the truth is he needs it too. Absolutely. And I think making it clear and communicating to your kids something, you know, we've, we've tried to do is making it clear that, okay, kids, God comes first, then your dad, and then you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I love you. I love you all. 
but these are my priorities. This is the or, this is the order. This is the rank that the Lord has called me through Scripture. Um, I love Ephesians four two three three with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Mm. That's hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> and really flows into forgiveness, which is the third one we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, forgiveness. Wow. So I'm not, you know, many of us bring baggage into our marriage, whether or not we've been married before, or if it's our first marriage, we bring the baggage of, you know, our own life before marriage in with us um, and experiences that we may have had. And so it's not fair but it happens all the time where we will project something on our spouse that we have experienced before. Ooh, yes. And so how do we recognize that? And how do we, I mean, this doesn't have to do with forgiveness, but it kind of does. <laughs> it really taps into insecurities yes. that we have from past relationships, from hurts, from the mm-hmm. past, from parents or other relationships or marriages. And then we basically just stick those onto our spouse. Right. And they're like, what? Where'd this come from? And, you know, what I want to say is it's okay to feel that way. And, you know, but it's important to work through them. But just because you feel that way doesn't make it real. Oh, yes. Yep. And you should honor one another's feelings. And that's something that we'll say, too. It's like, this is how I feel. I know it's not a reality. I know that's not what you meant. Right. Or I know this doesn't make sense. But in this situation, I feel like this. And so that's why I'm responding this way. So let's talk about it. Yeah. And sometimes just allowing someone else in to understand why you've responded in a way Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem logical to anyone else helps them to understand. Right. And to have more patience, Grace in the situation and forgiveness in the situation. Yeah. And remembering that um, men don't get to hash their feelings out with other men. I don't think, I don't think that's a thing guys do. I think women, we can sit and do it, but men, it is rare. It's rare. And so they don't, they just bottle it all up. It is really important for men to find a group. I am so thankful that Matt has in the past, a couple of years found this amazing group of, of men and they meet every Thursday mm. and they do Bible study and, re, you know, but it's kind of their little accountability group. They work on certain things like relationships with family and they talk about children and um, marriage. And it is so important for all of us, man or woman, um, to have a group of people where you can be real with and release with and that you can trust with godly advice. People, you know, are holding you accountable, but care about you, um, and are godly as well. You know, when you're first saying that, I'm thinking, um, if I'm the stay at home wife or mom and my husband has been at work all day and, you know, in our mind, our husbands are frolicking and having the best time at work, right? Cause they're outside and they're probably eating at a restaurant by themselves and they get to go to the bathroom <laughs> by themselves. Right. <laughs> um, and my husband comes home and I've had a long day and he's like, I'm going to meet the guys. I might feel an eye moment, like I deserve to go out. You stay here with the kids. But the truth is, you're going to reap the benefits of that time that your husband is spending away from the house. Right. It's so hard. And then make sure you're intentional about scheduling time like that for yourself. Hey, honey, 
I love that you're seeing the guys on Thursday nights. It would be great if I could have Tuesday mornings or it'd be great if I could have Saturday mornings to go for a run with my friend and then hash stuff out and giving each other that space and time to not only, you know, always want to be together and, but don't feel guilty if you need to walk away for a little bit because you're going to come back. Hopefully you're spending your time wisely and you're going to come back happier and healthier. Absolutely. I mean, we need that time together. We need those date nights, but we also need that time with other people, other friends, and we also need that alone time. And there's a good balance in that. And, you know, it's in that time that when situations come up and someone's hurt you um, or your spouse has hurt you, forgiveness can be tricky depending on the level of hurt and Mm. the trust that it, that may have been broken. Um, but it's imperative because we, we all know and we've all heard and probably experienced if you hold on to resentment and anger and don't forgive someone, it does nothing. First of all, for your relationship, it's not hurting the other person, um, but it is hurting you and it will hurt your relationship and your marriage and it can be crushing. Um, and Christ said, if, if you desire forgiveness from him, we have to extend it to others most especially our spouses. And do not be afraid to seek out counseling. Um, That is, counseling has definitely probably saved my life, honestly. Um, Over the past 15 years, I've sought counseling um, many, many times. And it really does realign your perspective, allows you to process it with somebody else that is detached somewhat from the event or from the relationship. And you can come back and have tools to forgive sooner or, you know, uh, forgive genuinely and thoroughly, I like to say, because I can say I forgive you, but if my actions don't look forgiving, then you haven't really forgiven them. Absolutely. And I think oftentimes we will not work through this. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll stuff it away. It will always flare up until you work through it. And in weird ways. Yeah. And sometimes not for years. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? I thought I was over that. I hadn't thought about it in years. So there are things that sometimes will flare up that you thought shouldn't be there anymore. Um, But forgiveness is a tricky and a hard one. We cannot do it again. We cannot do it without the Lord. Um, And I'm thinking right now about, you know, the person that needs the forgiveness They are going to have to release that because remember, like you've had to be forgiven for something. It just rears its ugly head all the time. And so if you're not behaving in a forgiving manner and they already feel guilt and shame, that is just a cycle of disaster that's going to just keep reoccurring time and time again. And so there's a chance that they need to seek counseling too, but you can't make them seek counseling, but you can seek counseling for yourself. Absolutely. Um, I'm just imagining there are situations that I know of and have heard about where forgiveness was needed and the words were spoken, I forgive you. But then the forgiveness pass was just dangled all the time. It was always sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, and dredged back up. Yeah. So that's not a power play. 
That's not a tool that needs to be used. Thankfully, God doesn't use his forgiveness as a power play in our lives. Can you even imagine? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm so thankful. And this is what spurs me on when it comes to forgiveness is that I want a pure, unquestioned, unconditional love and forgiveness from the Lord. And if I if I want that, if I desire that, then I have to extend it to others if it's given to me. Um, Yeah. I'm so glad the Lord doesn't pull things back up and dangling like, oh, don't you remember this? Well, you need to go out and do that. Like he's not a venge, you know, he's not a vengeful. Yeah. And, you know, some people will use that as a tool. And speaking of tools, um, oftentimes people use sex as a tool Mm -hmm. to get what they want. We're going to talk about that next week. Um, But that's also just such an unhealthy habit. And that's not what God intended sex for. He wasn't like, hey, here's a little thing for your back pocket. Um, And so just making sure that you have an honoring and humble heart when you are engaging with your husband, you know, um, setting the expectations, setting the expectations well beforehand. So, for instance, holidays are coming up. So my husband and I are discussing this at great length because the time to spring the expectations on him is not the week before Thanksgiving or Christmas. It is now. So together we can come up with a game plan and just being each other's, you know, I don't know, you know, sidearms. We're together. We're going to do a united front when you've worked out the plan and you've talked, but you've communicated it and you've worked through it. Then it's a lot easier to be united front and work together as husband and wife. And we will talk a lot. So just hope you'll be excited. Hope you won't, um, skip next week. We know it can be a really sensitive topic to talk about sex and marriage, um, the marriage bed. It comes with a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions, a lot of insecurities, but Mm -hmm. it is something really important that we need to talk about um, as Christians and what the marriage bed should be. Yeah. And so kids, if you're under the age of 18 or creeped out by the thought of your parents, um, you know, having a little nookie, don't check in next week. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. We look forward to being with you next week on The Center and the Saints.